Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you can use promo code DNVR, make your first deposit, and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook. I am Patrick Lyons. And I am Susie Hunter. Patrick, what a series that we like to call, lovingly, the battle for the basement with these two last plays in the NL. Well, you know. And if it's a battle for the basement yeah. and the Rockies come out on bottom, what <laughs> we do won we the feel? battle. <laughs> yes, we're gonna get a better draft pick next year. Twice bitten. Yes, Diamondbacks win the series last week in Phoenix. They win the series here in Denver. Rockies dropped to 51 and 66 on the season. They won Friday night. And they lost the last two. We're going to celebrate Winton Bernard for those who celebrate. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening to this podcast. You better celebrate. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think that we're going to ever get to that point of like, enough with the Winton Bernard. We, <laughs> like, a month away of not, a month of nonstop of anything, I think is too much. Well, we're not there yet. So. We're not. I don't know. Don't cro- cross bridges when you get to them, Patrick. I am so. You're always like living a month ahead. I need you're you right. to reel it in. Let's live in this weekend where we got to see a really great debut that's also getting national attention. Oh, so much. Yeah. And. Thanks to you. I mean, you got DNVR some national attention. You were on the scene yes. for that. Yeah, in case anyone has seen any of the video that like MLB has shared and every mm-hmm. sports outlet. I was like, oh, we took that. At the bottom from DNVR Rockies. DNVR Rockies, we and did then that. Invisible Ink beneath that. So it's a win of, for us too. Off of Susie's phone. Yes. So it's all of those things. Well, let's get to Sunday's 7-4 to four <laughs> yeah. loss. DraftKings Sportsbook, king of the game, was Ryan McMahon. Was 3-4. for four. It was 0 for 1 through the first four innings, and then the fifth, sixth, and then I think eighth, he had three hits just in those innings, had himself a double as well as an RBI, starting to heat up a little bit, and you were there where I asked Buddy, like, you know, you whispered a certain, some certain sweet nothings into McMahon's ear two weeks ago, right around this time. To be fair, he did not say sweet nothings to Bud Black. No, in our it presser. was implied. I think we both knew that that's what we were talking about. Is it? And he's kind of, you know, he's he's been a, a McMahon whisperer a little bit. McMahon's oh. played a lot better. Seems like he's a little bit more comfortable doing, you know, not pressing quite as much. We don't know exactly what was said. And he Bud won't tell us. <laughs> no. And and, and I, I think, you know, we've I think we've discussed it in the past two weeks, like mm-hmm. what it probably was about. And and I feel like Buddy unintentionally touched on it. Like, hey, no matter what goals you were setting for the season, A, you probably aren't going to hit those goals right now because of, you know, how, how uh, frustrating your play may have been for you for the first two, three months. So just go out there and 
have a little bit of fun, do your thing. And he's he's been doing that, I think, mm-hmm. really, really well. Yeah, gotten out. I feel like he maybe has gotten out of his own head a little bit. But again, we don't know for sure. But whatever he's doing, it's working because yeah. he is our beloved king of the game today. Yeah, he uh, he had a double uh, as well as Eleuris Montero. Randall Gritchick. We we saw Arenado earlier in the week take a, a called third strike to end a game. Now we see Montero do it. Mm-hmm. A lot of symmetry here in this. Rockies have now doubled. This is this is just one of those weird stats that doesn't really mean anything. Mm-hmm. But they've now doubled in 35 consecutive games since July 7th. It's now a franchise record. I think maybe like 2001 they had done it 34 times. So now they've they've snapped that record. It's the longest streak this season. Longest streak since, I think, Oakland in 2019, who doubled in 36 straight. That's something. That It's exactly what that is. Something <laughs> with something. a lowercase s, because that's really all that it is. Um, with three hits that, that matched a career high, or rather a season high for Ryan McMahon, uh, which was good to see he did that on July 5th mm-hmm. uh, against LA and has now recorded three or more hits 18 times in his career. So he's heating up at a right time. Grichik has been... Very hot. Uh, he also had a double. Montero's been playing really well. Had himself an RBI. Mm-hmm. Uh, Denelson Lamette out of the bullpen. Been pitching really well. Two more okay. scoreless innings for the Rockies. He's had three outings. Uh, he hasn't given up a run yet in five innings. So despite the fact that you know the Rockies, I think, are tinkering with his, his stuff a little bit, uh, fastball slider, maybe there's a third pitch in there, but we might not see that third pitch until next year because these games count. This isn't practice. This isn't tinkering around. <laughs> this isn't tinkering around with a third pitch. The question was asked, and it was a fair question because Lamette is legitimately a guy who could be a very good, you know, mid rotation starter. And maybe that's even a, a low bar to set because he did get Cy Young Award votes in that shortened 2020 season. So we've seen him fairly recently pitch very well out of a starting role now he's kind of more of a long reliever for the Rockies and is just a really nice pickup that will be interesting to see what happens going forward here with the team have you been impressed with Lamette's play on the field as well as his hair oh yes absolutely I have to say the Rockies pick guys with great hair a little bit we've we've got some good hair going on here in Colorado I also did appreciate Buddy's joke not a joke I thought it was funny though talking about practice it was very very Allen Iverson of him it was a little bit the parallels were there there talking definitely was practice Ryan Feltner a guy from Pennsylvania uh might need to do a little bit more practice but he talked uh, mm. today about you know the difference between the minors and the majors now Feltner uh takes the loss in today's game he falls to two and four on the season he allowed six runs five earned over seven uh, rather over four and a third innings pitched seven hits just left some balls in the middle of the zone. And as Buddy pointed out, you know, in the minor leagues, you can get away with certain things. Like mistakes don't get taken advantage of quite as often, but in the majors, they do. Like that's a huge jump. Yes. And I liked what Feltner said after the game. He said, you know, you think your whole life about what it's going to take to get to the majors, but you don't necessarily think about what it's going to take to stay there. That, when he said that, that actually really resonated yeah. in a major way of like, like that was a wake up call. Like yeah. he had a way last year. Hey, I just made it to the show. That's great. And now it's about what to do to stay here, like mm-hmm. as as you just put. And I thought that was really interesting because you know he talked about you know a get me over curveball that's worked in the past, and you know slider just too much in the middle of the plate. Center cut. Christian Walker did some damage. He's a professional hitter, right? Mm-hmm. Twenty seven home runs now this this season. So 
Feldner's got a couple things to work out and mm -hmm. he's going to have to do it pretty quickly. You know, I'm sure he wants to stay in the majors, you know, for a number of reasons, but also seeing how much, fl how many flight issues Justin Lawrence had getting up to Colorado this weekend. He was stuck at the airport for a little bit. He left, he came back. So he thought he was going to be here for the game yesterday and got here super late, right at the end of it yeah. because of the, the flight situation. He could have he could have driven. He could have driven, but I think, you know, he had confidence in the airlines. He had confidence in the airlines and, you know, we know that that doesn't always work out. Yeah, there was a tweet Patrick Saunders yesterday tweeted out something <laughs> yeah. about Justin Lawrence is activated and he to you know, quote tweet like, I mean, if I can get out of this airport. Yeah. So It was, was very like, funny. <laughs> that, that I I definitely uh, enjoyed that for sure. I did not necessarily enjoy Josh Rojas continuing to do Josh Rojas type thing. He's so rude when he comes to Coors Field. He's hitting our dingers. Mm -hmm. the, the, he's hitting home runs, not he's hitting dinger. Uh, but he's stealing our bases. He's a terrible guest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He's he's been really good against Colorado this year. In Sunday's game, two for four, two RBI, stolen base, mm -hmm. run scored. He's hitting 429, 24 for 56 with eight doubles, two home runs, 14 RBI. 14 RBI that's, against Colorado this year. too many RBI. Yeah. RSBI. Arizona goes to 8-8, eight and eight, <laughs> so they're now split. Rockies had a little advantage, but between the four games that they've won over the uh, these last two weekends, now the Diamondbacks, you know, have have tied it up, so they are they are 8-8 eight and eight this season overall. 15 games under 500. I mean, this is it's unfortunate because yeah. again, it's the big what if that we'll be talking about all offseason. Maybe even the the next couple of weeks going ahead is just what this team would be with someone like Chris Bryan in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. We 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 just won't necessarily know. Uh, what we do know is what do we know? And it, what we know slash don't know is the today's pitching matchup because it oh. quite literally may have been the first ever. Now there are odds that suggest that it it is very rare if you look at. You look at certain statistics, but until you go through like every single box score, or maybe Elias Sports Bureau has a way of sorting Let's get it there. out. <laughs> there, maybe there's a way of, of of actually sorting it out. But today's pitching matchup was again maybe it first was, of its kind. It was a it was a rivalry matchup. So Tommy Henry went to Michigan, and Ryan Feltner went to the Ohio State. The two were pitching against each other. So yeah. that that's a big sports rivalry right there. Maybe it, not necessarily a big baseball rivalry, but those two schools really hate each other. It's not as big of a rivalry as like D-backs Rockies, for example. Of course not. Like, obviously, <laughs> I tweeted that out and someone was like, are, were, did you, were you serious by that? I'm like, yep, I'm dead serious. What's a better rivalry, Michigan <laughs> or Ohio State? Or Michigan and Ohio State or D-backs Rockies, yeah, we we obviously know how much more passion is involved in that. But I think there's like something like 27 pitchers who've ever started a game out of Ohio State, mm -hmm. and you know, not not very many, even by the most. Dave Burba started a lot with the University of Michigan. There's like 31 guys at the University of Michigan who've even started a game, but a couple of them, you know, we're talking like five or less. So, you know, the the them crossing paths like that, I don't know that it's ever happened. But it's definitely rare. We know that. If anyone knows of it happening before, we would love to know. But yes, <laughs> it's either never happened or it's extremely rare. It's very. This is very niche. This is a very niche stat right here. The Google machine. Uh, some it can only go so far. Yeah. It can only go so it far. It only with does that. so much. But definitely is uh, a pretty rare matchup. And and there's some people out there in the Midwest that might be keeping tabs 
on that, yeah. that kind of thing. Because I think sure. that's kind of neat. Brian Servant before the game was like, oh, this should be a huge thing. Yeah. He thought it should be like a national story. And again, somewhere it may be. Somewhere there's a little Chiron where it's mentioning at the mm-hmm. bottom. We just don't know where that Chiron is. We need a screenshot of it because the information is out there. I want to know if it's if it's the first ever matchup of its kind like yeah. this. You know, you have to wonder too. It's like, oh, is it national news? Or do those Michigan, <laughs> Ohio people just like really think that the world revolves around them that's their that that's their nation that's buckeye yeah, nation it is is that a thing Might i think be. so it should be i it actually think is. so so yeah that was, that was a cool little little factoid though i thought it was yeah i thought so i thought that was pretty neat saturday not too many cool factoids oh. <laughs> uh jose urania did not pitch he pitched okay he kind of pitched how he's pitched all year six innings pitched okay got a little bit of length four earned runs uh they were all on on homers he gave up three home runs so that's less than stellar. And you know, sometimes Buddy said this in post game on Saturday. Sometimes when you give up four runs in six innings, you win the game. That's true. But yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> that you know, we've it's kind of you know joked about a little bit. Like a quality, a normal quality start is six innings pitched, three earned runs. And at Coors Field, you're like, all right, if you can last five innings, that's good. And if you can only give up four it runs, that's also pretty good. So the fact that he did six and gave up four, you you would really take it. The only problem is offense couldn't do anything nothing at all nothing three hits not even not even Grichik on his birthday no he he got a hit didn't he he got a hit yeah but he kept him kept the birthday boy at bay he was pretty good since he does well on his birthday he normally does i wish he was his normal birthday self but it's i'll forgive him yeah nine for 26 on his birthday 31 yeah uh yeah he's got a, a batting average uh, just under 350 on his birthday. It did get me thinking like, oh, if you're born on the 13th of a month, like he's born on August 13th, cool. But when you're born on the 13th of a month, there's you're going to have a couple Friday the 13th birthdays. You are, yeah. I've never had that thought before. Oh, interesting. In all of my 22 and a half years on this planet. Oh my gosh. I've never had that thought. You know what I mean? Okay. These, these things happen. <laughs> Between the three hitter on Saturday, they didn't get a hit, I think, in the eighth inning on Friday night. They didn't have to bat in the, the ninth inning on Friday night because they were winning. And then I think they had one hit through the first four innings. Yes. So we had a combined um, 14, 14 innings mm-hmm. where they were held scoreless and they had only had four hits, which happens a little bit more frequently, I think, than you'd like. It, it seems like that's that's happened a lot this season and last season with this roster for mm-hmm. whatever reason. This roster that they're going to be bringing back next year. Warts and all. Mm-hmm. Warts and all. Uh, Sam Hilliard had walks and all. Had two more. He went for some nice little strolls. He did. He did. He already has got that ball with the three walks up on his treadmill from the other day on Thursday. <laughs> it's inspired him. But yeah, he's now on a seven-game on-base streak. Let's not make a graphic for it because we know the graphics are cursed. Yes. But you know what's not cursed? All of our tailgates. The one on Saturday was off the chain, mile-high sliders. Like, my mouth is getting moist just (laughs) thinking about. Why would you say it like that? Because I'm like, I'm hungry. (laughs) I'm salivating. It's like, it's Pavlovian. Like, just hearing mile-high sliders and seeing those pictures that we shared with everyone. Like, that was just the spot. It looked like a lot of fun. But again, yeah. if you're a member, you get a price break on that. You know, you get all, all the great 
Broncos coverage, Nuggets, as we're doing it for the Rockies as well. Just had an article out on our buddy Winton Bernard there at thednvr.com. Now only 50 cents for your first month. Now get in on the hottest sports action for your shot at some cold, hard cash with DraftKings Sportsbook. Bet on your favorite sports all summer long and gear up all football season right now. That includes college football season mm. as well. Uh, new customers can make a risk-free bet up to $1,000. So you make your first bet up to $1,000. If it doesn't hit, you get another shot at a big win. That's called hedging your bets. That like, is almost like rooting against your team. Or not rooting against. You make a bet against your team, and then if you lose that bet but your team wins, you win out. I think you know this. I think yeah. you know that's my style. Yes. I'm, a he- I'm a bet hedger. It's an emotional hedge? That's the proper term? See, you here's got the psychology there. You got the psychology. Did you say that on the mic? Uh, I did not. Oh, my gosh. That's for you guys only. For us only on this live show. They can go to bets for that. Yeah, here, we want to hear you today. Let's not make this a habit. Well, I do listen to you here on on DNVR Bets, uh, which is a wonderful daily podcast. They'll give you all kinds of tips on DraftKings Sportsbook, like same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, props. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado Colorado only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-522-4700. Now for my DraftKings Sportsbook Pick of the week. I'm going to Yahir's wheelhouse Ooh. in MLS. And Let's go. I know the Rapids are are going on the road this week, right? They got a midweek game. This is kind of one of those uh, two-game weeks. So they're going to be playing on Wednesday and then again at some point on the weekend. So they're going to Vancouver, and Vancouver's just okay. So, and the Rapids have been playing better on the road. So I'm just going straight up with the win, Rapids. Plus 170. You hear? Are you feeling? Do you like that pick? And now I knew they they drew on Saturday against Columbus at home, a team maybe you would have liked to have, have had them, you know, win and, and get a little bit closer to that final spot in the Western Conference. But I think they can go out and uh, take down the Whitecaps in Vancouver, in Canada, plus 170. Not a bad bet. I'd take that any day of the week, honestly. There we go. All right. I got co signed. It's, it's Congratulations. Almost, it's almost like Yahir's DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week. It's kind of... If it has his blessing, like then it's good. It, Everything it I did. do needs to have Yahir's blessing. Mm. That's not a very good idea for anybody involved. We're Listen, we named my mom's grandmother name after you. My sister's children will call Vasquez. my mom Yaya. Oh, oh. <laughs> that was Vasquez. Yeah, Yaya that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Um, Senza makes a lot of sense. He was he was dealing on Friday night. He was dealing. That was the one victory of the week against the Diamondbacks, a 5-3 victory. It was actually his eighth quality start of the year. And it's his, it's his fourth since returning from the injured list. So basically it's pretty much he started the first game after the All-Star break. So he's been pitching really well. 3.86 ERA over that span. 11 earned runs in those four quality starts since the All-Star break. And when I say 11 earned runs, I mean... Only one more in those four starts than Miles Michaelis gave up this past week. 
Let's not forget <laughs> that. Uh, Roasted. <laughs> Brian, Brian Servin, fifth home run of the season and his second in his last six starts on Friday night. Also, something I've noticed, this is the second time that Brian Servin has homered in someone else's debut. He homered in Outman's debut with the Dodgers. Oh, yeah. And it was Wynton Bernard's debut. And he homered again. I want to say like... So he's just not one to let someone else have all the spotlight. He's like, no, no, no. Let me mash this. Well, you got you got to like track all of his home runs. I'm wondering if like Chad Smith maybe came up. No, he came up on the road. Yeah. So I mean, maybe J- we have to look back at Jake Bird's debut and see if he homered then too. Oh, conspiracy. Because I asked him, I was like, did you, I'm like, do you realize that you've been doing this? And he was like, who's the other one that I homered in? He's like, was it Jake Bird? And I was like, oh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Wait, were you, were you trying to? <laughs> so that was a tell. You yeah. kind of trapped him a little bit. I feel like you trapped him. <laughs> He's been batting. Uh, Listen, ser- I'm always trapping people in <laughs> questions. That is my style of interview. Servin is also batting 333, 7 for 21 with a double, two homers, and four BI since July 31st. So, hey, he's he's stroking at the right time, uh, especially with Elias Diaz out now on the 10-day IL. A lot of injuries going around. We'll, we'll kind of get to those in a second, but left hand sprain for him. Hopefully it's not too bad. We'll kind of see what happens for El Tanque. You know, he's a tank. But he is a tank, but sometimes treads, even tanks get dinged up. Some Yes, that that's what I've learned from all of the war movies that I've seen. And they're called war movies to me. Um, sometimes you get dinged up. That's usually what they say. And it's a couple of <laughs> F-bombs. Is that what they say in war? <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, now, McMahon uh, got a hit. He was our DraftKings Sportsbook King of the Game for Sunday. But Friday, notched a hit. Had a 10-game hit streak going there, unfortunately. Had. Yeah. It wasn't our fault that this one got broken. No, no graphics. We didn't were made. make a single graphic. We're not making any more graphics. Nice. Hey, nice job not making a graphic. Thank you. That Thank was you. That's actually really Out good. Out here doing the bare minimum. That's it. Love this for me. <laughs> um, Carlos Estevez earned his second save of the year. He was great. He was very much great. That was, I think that was fantastic. Um, and he got the Daniel Bard light show. He did. He yeah. got a whole light show. We're I just doing that. light shows now. Why not? Why the it heck should. not? <laughs> Look, they got the fancy light bulbs in there, so you might as well. We got the light bulbs. We got the switches. I'm assuming they just flip the switches up and down. Probably. Yeah, that's that make, how they do it. I think that makes sense. <laughs> um, as we mentioned, a couple of injuries. Daza, you know, he's walking around with a good positive attitude. It's, it's funny how guys on the injured list like still walk around like nothing happens. Yes. It's nothing's <laughs> happening to them, but like... You, we're not doctors. We we're not. We don't have MRI machines in our eyeballs to just be like, oh, clearly there's like a slight limp. Like, no. I even asked one one player who, uh, I, I won't even say if he's on the IL or not. And I was just like, hey, you know how you doing? It was like, I'm not, I'm not hurt. I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. I was just seeing how you're doing. Literally, just, just in general, having a conversation. Yeah, just like. Being cordial here, not accusing you of anything. It's not Susie asking you a question. You don't have to worry about it being a trap. It was not a trap. It was not a trap. It was not, but I would have spilled the beans if they mentioned a little uh, lower body soreness there uh, in some way. But Daza (laughs) dislocated uh, that shoulder. Probably could be a couple weeks at minimum. Um, Imaging looked promising, so nothing major. So, you know, I think that's good. I I think we might have mentioned it on on. Last week's show, final one of the week that, you know, that ended his season in 2018, but he's a different player. He's a younger player. It's kind of a different point. Mm -hmm. It's probably more precautionary than any, but I think he wants to get back on the field. Hey, when Bernard's up now, so you go, we're kind of battling for a spot on next year's roster, potentially. So, hey, I want to get back and kind of, you know, show what I can do. Uh, Alex Colomay is banged up. 
after he got banged up on the field uh, this week. Right lateral epicondylitis. I wanted you to say that. I wanted to set you up and say, hey, what is that exactly? A.K.A. tennis elbow. Tennis elbow. Just a fancy way of saying that. Hmm. That is why how Justin Lawrence ended up getting up here. Yes. Diaz was how Dom Nunez ended up getting up. And uh, Cool and Chassine, they pitched in a simulated game on Friday. So, you know, they look good, but but no real plans in general about, you know, what's going to happen with those guys. We are just limping into September, aren't we? We are limping in. But <laughs> Winton Bernard is not He's not. <laughs> limping. Let's, let's have our Winton Bernard fest he is, right now. He is all smiles right now. As like, he should be. This has just been such a fun weekend for us. He is such a great story. Everyone around him in his circle, too. That's the other thing. And his circle keeps getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. Like, you meet him, it's contagious. Mm-hmm. Like, that that smile. Yeah. Right? And that positive attitude. Mm-hmm. So you, you asked him a very interesting question that... What was the interesting question? Just just about, you know, this is this is, you know, become somewhat of a national story, mm-hmm. right? People are like, oh, wow, a 31-year-old rookie, which... You know, once you get past 31 years old, you realize that like, He's that's ancient. not that old. It's a miracle. <laughs> right? But like in the sports world, you're like, oh my God, like 11 years in the minors. Like that's just anytime you do anything, like you're starting at your 30s. Anything, right? like yeah. That's, that's the story for people on the outside. Well, because it's so rare. Exactly. It's so rare. Exactly. Like you've given up by that point and he hasn't given up. Not and even so, close to giving up. And so with everyone coming out of the woodwork, you know what I mean? I, we haven't even asked him about family coming out of the woodwork. Oh my gosh. To like, oh man, you're making that league minimum money? Okay. <laughs> but like just friends and coaches and people reaching out and again, it being like national, like the video going viral of you know him talking about his journey and and rightfully so getting choked up has it been overwhelming for him yeah i mean he said he said not quite overwhelming and i asked him if it was maybe more bewildered and he was like yeah that's the word and there it, we go and it and that, that's a great word to put on it i imagine because he just talks so much about being positive and the positivity yeah. puts out and in, and it almost makes me think like it's impossible to be overwhelmed by positivity. Like if you yeah. if you're already doing that, right? Mm-hmm. And you're already almost always putting out positivity. Like we learned that uh, what's his name? Johnny Doskow. I may have mispronounced that. Uh, but he's an announcer for the Richmond, excuse me, this <laughs> Sacramento River Cats. Okay. Uh, because he played there for a year uh, in triple A. They had a nice guy competition where they were trying to like they're having a nice off. Like, who can be nicer? Like, that's the kind of guy he is. Yeah. Where it's constant positivity. Mm-hmm. And so when it, like, floods back to you, you might not even notice, like, how much it is because you're just like, I, I only see the positive stuff anyway. Yeah. Like, we're so always surrounded by positive and negative, maybe equally. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's it becomes a superpower to only see the positive stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess, you know, he's been putting all this positivity out into the world for so long. And now it's just flowing back to him. Um, but it was so it, it was so crazy though when we were talking to him on Friday, the day that he got here to Colorado. I mean, I think we interviewed him for like twenty minutes longer. <laughs> like it was just like forever. Like everyone had so uh-huh. many questions, and he had so much to say. But at one point, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, okay, so this is like the craziest day of your life right here. We are all standing around saying, hey, can you feel all of your feelings right now, <laughs> and then describe them to us? Like it was just like such a. It was so great, though, to hear from him, and he was so like forthcoming with exactly how he's feeling and talking about his journey. It was it was quite a day. Yeah, he's he's honest, like he's not shy. Like, yeah. 
I, I wasn't necessarily surprised because again, everything I had heard about him, like the clubhouse guy rather than the ball player was, he's just so genuine. So, you know, when we talked to him a couple of weeks ago, when I talked to him in March, like he was like, yep, I got the news that I got cut and I, I was there and I was crying, mm-hmm. you know, but and you're like, oh, like Mr. Athlete guy on this podcast, like I hadn't met him before, mm-hmm. you know, and he's just that like forthright. So it was great. And I thought it was so poetic. So poetic. Oh, okay. That he, a little chopper to the left side, uses his legs. He's a fast guy, beats it out. And what happens? The man tries to shut him down. The man tries to hold him down. They call him out. But again, he knew he was safe, though. But again, the world responds. He says, We've got instant replay. They review it. First major league hit. That could be the first of its kind, too. I don't know. I don't know of databases of guys their first career hit, right? Think about that. We gotta, we you gotta start the database. That's crazy. Um, he talked about that after the game though, because he was like, "This happens to me so much in the minors," <laughs> yes. and I was just like, "And you know, he got to you know first, and he was like, "Are you kidding me? Like this is happening to me again in the majors? My first time ever here." Not now. It's like he's <laughs> safe. Like we got you now, Win. Don't worry. No one's ever gonna hurt you again. No, no. Prepare to get hurt. Everyone yeah. gets hurt at Coors Field. <laughs> no, but it all turned out great. It was overturned. He stole a base. It was a magical debut. So it was rare for just a Rocky to have a base hit and a stolen base in their debut. Rafael Ortega did in 2012. He was the most recent. Josh Rutledge and Jeff Salazar also did. So he's one of only four. Mm -hmm. But expanded out to all of baseball, and you take his age into consideration, this, this very well is going to be the first time I will like really know a baseball player's age by the day and his birthday. Like I know his birthday now is September 24th. Through, Libra through season, research. let's go. Yeah, through all the research. And like when he made his debut, 31 years and 322 days. Because like that is part of the story. Yeah. Um, second oldest Rocky to ever make their debut with the Rockies, Alan Cockrell, who was a guy who actually played in the minors in Colorado Springs when they were a Cleveland affiliate. So pre-Rockies, mm-hmm. I think he had his number retired. still might even be retired at Security Service Field. So that's kind of cool. He debuted at 33. But he becomes the oldest player to record a hit and steal a base in their debut since Big Ed Delahanty's youngest brother, who's one of five, <laughs> Joe Delahanty of the Cardinals, three hits, three stolen bases at 31 years, 347 days old, back in 1907. So we haven't seen the likes of this in more than a century. Oh my God. Let's go. You, like, what? <laughs> That's amazing. I friggin' love that. Yes. That, that, again, that's why you come to the ballpark. That's why you want these kind of stories because mm-hmm. it's just, it's always so good. Um, the green pants, too. He looked sharp. He liked his uniform yeah. as he should. He's, I mean, he's used to it. He's, he could even go down as a guy who's like worn the most minor league uniforms, not just because of all his teams. And we'll get into it in a little bit. I'm going to be quizzing you on, on some of those teams. Oh, no. I want to see if you know what teams he's played for. Oh, no. <laughs> and uh, looked good in the, in the green pants, but because all the alternate jerseys, right? Like that's going to really, like how many different SpongeBob uniforms has he worn in his career? Oh, no. <laughs> that, there's definitely no database. And I'm not even starting that one. But look, if you want green pants, or green stains on your pants, check out the Colorado Golf Association. Golf Association. Oh, my gosh. Look, there's over 70,000 golfers in the Colorado Golf Seamless Association segue. today. 
You can receive a, an official USGA handicap with worldwide access to score posting and GPS tracking. Membership means more at the CGA. Members get the opportunity to play exclusive courses around the state, such as Aspen Glen Club, the club at Ravenna, the Pinery, and more. You hear, what is your favorite golf course? And is it Aspen Glen Club? I'm honestly not a golfer and never played. Only played <laughs> mini golf once. Yeah, here does not play along. Like he's like, no, I'm gonna be honest. I'm not gonna try to BS it. I've never heard you talk about golf, so I knew you didn't. But I was like, this will be funny. Let's see I what know, his reaction is. I played mini golf once and I hated it. He hated it. Are you going to Pixar putt? You, no, have you checked that out? Way yet? too expensive for something I'm so bad at. What if you don't have to pay for it? What if we buy your ticket? I still don't think I'm. I would go. I'm scared of that dude with the. Head from Toy you know Story? what? That's actually a really good answer because we don't know what his deal is. I know his deal is, and I'm still scared of him. You hear, like, I'm only doing the 10 a.m. because, like, if it gets a little cloudy at noon, and I definitely ain't going when the sun goes be down. Spooked. Pixar at night. Well, you don't have to worry about that, Colorado Golf Association, because I don't think they put lights up at a lot of their courses. You golf during the daytime. It's wonderful. Members gain access to exclusive members' content with offers and discounts from national and local companies, including Imperial, Golf Tech, and PGA Tour. Superstore. Learn about the Colorado Golf Association today by visiting coloradogolf.org and use code DNVR5 to get $5 off your membership. And then use code DNVR on foco.com, F-O-C-O.com. And that's all non-presale items. And I, you can use that for gifts if you're getting someone that's in another area, right? You're like, hey, mm-hmm. I got family back in Illinois. They're White Sox. They're a Cubs fan. Use code DNVR because Foco's got all kinds of apparel, shirts, hats, accessories, bobbleheads, you name it. They probably even have some Field of Dreams stuff too there. Oh, I bet they I do. Imagine. There's like a whole set. I mean, we should check. Of but that kind of stuff too. Yeah. But we know they've got some great gear at Foco.com. And when you use code DNVR, get 10% off some of that really, really great swag that they've got going on. All right. What else about Wynton Bernard? Do you know what his walk-up song is? Uh, it's God's Plan by Drake, which is the perfect song for him to Mwah. pick. And also just a great song in general. I'm a huge Drake girl. It. I'll say this. I don't know if it would get me hyped. I mean, maybe when it really? came out a couple years ago, there's a billion more that would get you hyped. I mean, it's a I good get song. hype about a lot of Drake It's songs. a good song. No doubt about it. It's a great song. But the message in the title of the song is very fitting for Wynn. So fitting. So I love that one. Uh, he stuck around after his game for like 35, 40 minutes mm-hmm. to sign autographs. Like that's Cal Ripken Jr. type stuff. Like, oh my I gosh. It that. was so great, but it was so funny. So like we hadn't talked to him yet either. So we're all like, oh. wait, we're, <laughs> you're like, made it so funny. Where is this guy? He's big time in us. <laughs> so like he gets in and, you know, he's like covered in dirt from, you know, playing all that baseball. Um, and he was like, I'm so sorry. I forgot about you guys. We're like, no, like have your moment. Enjoy your moment. Like we were totally good with it. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know that. I Truth be told, I wasn't there on Friday. Yeah. I had some, had some family things going on. But when I saw him on Sunday, he came up to me and said hi. He was like, hey, man, thanks for that interview in the off season. Like in my family and stuff loved it. I was like, you're thanking me? So his mom thanked us to me, like, you know, on behalf of both of us. So yeah, they're, they're, they were class. grateful. Pure class. But yeah. that is so hilarious <laughs> that it's like he's he's doing something great and kind. But then somehow at the same time, he's it's like there's going to be one kid who is in like, you know, the upper deck running down. He signs for 30 minutes. He gets done. And it's like, oh, man, he didn't sign for me. So like even when you try to do everything great, 
you can't you can't always be perfect, but you can always be positive. Yes. At no winbernard.com, no <laughs> where positivity is our number one. No, I, that should be a website. Is it available? I, I don't know. know. We'll find out later. Um, uh, yeah, no, no one faulted him for that, though. <laughs> Great quotes. Did you have any, like, favorite quotes either from him, either paraphrase or otherwise, mm-hmm. or his mom, oh, or my Warren gosh. Schaefer? Or Bud Black? I don't even know where to start because so many people have said so many great things about him. But I did love that his AAA manager, Warren Schaefer, yeah. said that telling him, telling Winton that he was making his major league debut was the happiest moment of his career. Like, it, that's that's not an understatement. Like, yeah. I'm, I, I think most people get it. But if you don't, you're like, come on. Like, no, it is. Like, again, when you're in the minor leagues, like, you... Like for for Schaefer, for example, mm-hmm. like he got to a point in his career, he wasn't going to make it to the majors. I think he had a handful of games in Colorado Springs and he was a utility guy. He was a great organizational player, but he wasn't going to make it. And there was a point in which he had to give it up and make the leap to coaching and say, you know, now it's time for me to give back to the game, to give back to a younger generation and all that. And like, that's what coaching is. The co- coaching isn't like, man, I want to go out and be the the manager. Like no one's going to bed and I like, I hope I'm Bobby Cox one day. <laughs> Oh, man, I want to wear a suit to every baseball game like Connie Mack. Like, you don't dream of that. (laughs) But eventually it becomes a reality. You go, I can actually help other people because people helped me. Like, I wouldn't have scratched at AAA. And so Warren Schaefer wants to give back. And to do that and to see a guy who didn't give up on his dream, that's improbable, a guy who wasn't a first-round pick, he was a 35th-round pick. That round doesn't even exist anymore. Nope. He's only the second player to even come out of Niagara. Matt Brash beat him by just a little bit earlier this year. Uh, he debuted mm-hmm. uh, for Seattle. So, like, he goes to a school where there's not a lot of ball players, even. And it's just such an unbelievable journey. And, and Warren knows all about it. And even again, you can have an MVP type season and never get that call. And it just, it just it happens that way. Yeah. And so, if he didn't get called up, you go, eh, Rockies didn't have that need. You know, they don't want to lose anybody on the 40-man roster. Jordan Sheffield was designated for assignment. We'll see if he comes back. Mm-hmm. And you go, that's it's just what happens. He was the 41st man. He just didn't. It, it, that's life. That's just kind of how it works. But it did happen. Mm-hmm. Warren was the one that got to break the news to him and got to be a part of it. And so that is not an understatement that that was probably one of the best moments of his career. No, the best moment the best of his moment. career. Shafe is great. Oh, he is. He's the best. Um. Winton, I love that he, when he got called up, one of the first things he looked, he, he paraphrasing was like, all right, how many games are we back in the standings? Yeah. Like, let's go, like, let's, let's make a run, man. Let's do this. He's like doing the math in his head. He's like, okay, what do I have to do? How many bases do I have to steal? Pretty much, right? Uh, he said, I promised myself, I knew how hard she worked, talking about his mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to work just as hard, if not harder, his mother. That work that he did was nursing his father you know served in vietnam there was agent orange in the area that he worked took great care of himself but um ended up getting cancer and 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 i think you know kidneys shut down Uh, but but he took great care of himself and his mother was there looking after nursing his father and said wow i i can only work half as hard Mm -hmm. as my mom is in taking care of my father and loving him in this time then i'm gonna be all right and that was his inspiration Taking care of someone who is so sick like that is no easy feat. Because I've seen my mom do that too. It is 
it is a burden. It is so much. So I, I totally get how he could be so inspired. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it was great. His mom actually got to be there. That's one of those things too with the logistics is yeah. you never know. And I, I don't know where she was coming in from. I mean, maybe she was also still back in the um, Rancho Bernardina area. I think somewhere around there. Mm -hmm. San Diego area. That's where he's from. Uh, but that was great that she was actually able to be there. Oh, yes. For that. So... That it's just just a great story, Bud Black. You know, gave him his first you know big league game. You know, in spring training, mm -hmm. called him up. And in realizing in the in the uh, audio that you shared with me, Susie, it was the same workout at a San Diego yeah. high school, some small school that both Connor Joe and Witten Bernard were at. Both of them, yeah. unsigned, untethered. Mm -hmm. Buddy got a call from Phil Plantier, good ball player in his day with the Padres. And he said, all right, we'll come check these guys out. I like Connor Joe. Connor Joe got scooped up first in November of 2020. And then in January of 2021, they finally were able to get the deal done and bring Winton Bernard in to AAA. And the rest is history. It's Yeah, it is crazy. I did not realize that they were at the same, the same field, trying for the same crazy. thing. Both guys with absolutely incredible stories. And crazy. you're just... I feel like the Rockies lead the league and just really feel good stories. A little bit. A yeah. little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. They've got the record for that. All right. So speaking of records. Okay. Let's do some, let's do some, some Winton quizzing. I didn't know I was being quizzed. So I'm going to I'm gonna try to cheat. I technically have two questions, but the second <laughs> question has like 18 sub questions. Oh my gosh, Patrick. Uh, I'll, I'll keep it to 16. All right. So first off, Winton Bernard. Name-wise, that's kind of been an ongoing thing this season a little bit. Mm -hmm. Is he a double unique, single unique, which isn't anything, but one of his names is unique, or not unique at all, according to his name. Winton Bernard. First name Winton, last name Bernard. There's got to be another Bernard okay. in the majors. Okay. But I feel like there aren't a lot of Wintons. Okay, so you're going to go... I'm going to go single unique. I'm not very confident. Why not? <laughs> You're str you you thought it out because I I did think it out oh so that I mean, that's my guess I'm like eighty percent correct oh my gosh thank you you're right there is one the dude validation. there's like one dude named Doug Bernard that's <laughs> and he freaking ruins it but mm -hmm. Winton first Winton named after Winton Marsalis his mom said yes. the jazz musician so that's great all right very now musical for the, family now for the sixteen uh, sub questions here all right so <sighs> Winton is on the Rockies so yes. he's a Rocky. I'm going to give you a nickname, and you tell me if he was ever described by that nickname. Like, did he ever play for that team? Oh. Was he ever a Seawolf? Yes, because I know he was in the Detroit system. Knows systems, folks. I know systems. Yes, he was with the Erie <laughs> Seawolves. White cap? Was he ever a white cap? Uh, no. Yes, West Michigan Whitecaps. Oh. That was also a Detroit one. It's okay, you're doing right. I've, I've never been to that stadium. <laughs> So it doesn't exist. I'm so stressed. It's technically independent ball. It's Michigan, so it's almost even Canada. All right. Flying squirrel. Was he ever a flying squirrel? No. Correct. <laughs> yes. He, uh, that's a double-A affiliate with San Francisco. He was with their triple-A affiliate, Sacramento. Mm -hmm. So I said that before. I was hoping that wouldn't have like given you like a false flag. No, because I don't think he played against the yard goats. All right. Ooh, good stuff. All right. Was he ever a smoky? Yes. Yes, Tennessee Smokies. I don't know where the three, three out of four here. Was he ever an emerald? No. He was. Yeah. Eugene Emeralds, back with San Diego. Okay. All right, was he ever a storm? Which is also the plural of the team, 
Lake Elsinore storm, but was he ever a storm? Yes. Yes, he was. Okay. <laughs> was he ever a skeeter? Yes, he was. Yes. It was and, when they were independent. You know what? That's a bonus point. <laughs> I was in my notes too. Yes. yes before they were the when they were Land, Atlantic League. <laughs> they were. That was in 2020. That was the pandemic season. And they somehow, I still don't know how they did it. They just made like their own four-team league. One of them was like the Sugarland Skeeters and they like made up a couple of their sponsored teams. They had some kind of league. They did a little bubble in Houston and they made it work. And that was, so that's why sometimes you might even see like, Bernard only played 10 minor league seasons because technically independent ball isn't mm-hmm. a part of minor league baseball, but it is the minor. So you're rolling here. All right. Was he ever okay. a cub in the minors? Was he a cub? Yes. Yes. Iowa Cubs. Mm-hmm. Was he ever a tiger? Yes. No. no. Uh, see, I slipped that one in there to trick you. Now I feel bad that I did. No, he did not play with the Lakeland Tigers. Do feel bad about it. That I hope you lose sleep over it. And was he ever a Padre? No. Yes, he was. Yes? Arizona Padre. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. That was the Arizona Complex. Got so it. technically, okay. that, that one's actually if y'all. We'll strike that one from the record since you got the bonus points of independent baseball. Thank he's you. He's been around the block, man. He he's, has. He's been a taupe. We know that. He's, he's been, been a taupe. He was a great taupe. <laughs> he's. It's just a wonderful story, and that was uh, a fun game. I don't like being surprised, but that was good. Again, I typically when I have games, I don't make them too hard. For the per- I I gear it towards the person. Thank you. So they can have fun. Usually, I'm the one who wants to catch you off guard. Mm. So having it go the other way is really stressful for me. But I'm doing okay. If you go, if you go back to some of the tacos or tears, like I made them incredibly tough for some. I think all of them were tough because I had very knowledgeable people on. But for like Manny Randall when he was on, it was like oh you can make it really hard for him. After about two minutes, if I did that to just like. You know, just anyone at the bar, especially if that had a couple of Breck brews, they would be like crying. They might like crying. try to pick a fight with me because it's just like that bad. But um, man, he, he's just such a, it's just a great story in general. Uh, really lucky to be a part of it. We, I really didn't think it was going to happen because, you know, that was again, one of those, the downsides of them not making any moves at the trade deadline was like, well, there, now there's no free spots mm-hmm. and didn't think it was going to happen. And you still had Valade that was on the 40 man roster. Now mm-hmm. he had just, you know, come off the injured list. So maybe they want to be cautious with him. Mm-hmm. We saw him briefly late last year. Sean Bouchard's been back playing really well. He would have been maybe a guy you might want to call up, but they decided like, no, the time, the time is right. Mm-hmm. They've heard the fans. Yeah. We, we got to have him up. Yeah. I don't at his numbers in uh AAA too it's like well it took this long what's going on here he didn't start opening day Susie that's like crazy. he was on the bench but again he's 31 so it's like hey what's his future what's his ceiling let's give the younger guys an opportunity even if they're not better because again in the minors it's ne- not necessarily about winning ball games it's about developing young players or mm-hmm. developing all players true but you're more likely to give an opportunity to 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 one guy over another or even like Riley Pine who's retired he's now in AAA you know, that's also a really good feel-good story. You know, mm-hmm. maybe we see him late in the year for a cup of coffee. Don't know. It's different because it used to be that in September uh, with the 40-man roster, you anyone that was on the 40-man roster, you could call them up. So legit, the, the, the dugout and the bullpens would be packed. <laughs> and that also made games be very, very long. Yeah. Because you could also change your pitcher like every batter. Because you're like, hey, let's get this rookie some experience or let's have a pinch hitter. See, I loved to too much. that type of chaos. I kind of did too. You know? I know I, know I did. I didn't kind of. I definitely did. A total free-for-all. I, I, 
I wish that you could go back. You could still have the rosters be that deep, like with 40-man rosters, and 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 keep the game so that it doesn't get too long. Like, mm-hmm. again, you can do, and this is something that's been suggested, is almost have like an active 26-man roster. Look, Senzatella pitched on Friday. We know he's not going to be pitching today, so you can swap him out for somebody else. Or you could, it's like having the taxi squad. You could swap guys out and say, eh, you know, Jose Iglesias, we're going to give him the day off. We're not even going to pinch hit him even if Hampson gets hurt. So you know what? We're going to have Trejo. He'll be on the active roster. And so, again, in September, you might even be able to get, you know, 35 different guys, some big league experience, a couple guys that have yet to even maybe make their major league debut. So we're not Mm going to go backwards and and have that, unfortunately. But um, we are going to have something pretty cool on Monday morning at 11 a.m., aren't we? We got another show. Another With show? With a special guest. Have we mentioned this special guest? So new game. We, Have we mentioned this special guest yet? Yes. In the last five minutes? Yes. Are we going to say who that guest is yet? Should we? Your call? Well, you, we'll, you we'll, save, guest we'll, save, we'll save it as a surprise. Because right, what if he oversleeps? It. Okay. The kid right, so, likes to sleep in. All right, so it's a kid. It's it's a child. It's, it's not a child. child. No, it's a not kid a compared to us. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, it sounds almost like a minor leaguer then. Could sounds be. like it. Yeah. Sounds okay. like it. Or a young guy on the Rockies, maybe. Hmm, maybe. Right. Well, you got to tune in eleven o'clock to find out. You yeah. On the oh, well. Sports <laughs> Channel on YouTube. 11 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, of course, um, if you're watching this in St. Louis or you're a part of the Rockies, you can join us, uh, but it'll be 12 o'clock your time. They'll be getting in Sunday night in St. Louis. They will. They I will. don't have the flight details yet, but... We'll get them. When we'll- I talk to our aviation reporter, I'll let you know. Excellent. Yes, we've, we've got one of those on, we on do. staff now. We DNVR do. DNVR Aviation. It's fantastic. Um, so much momentum. Follow us on Twitter, at DNVR <laughs> underscore Rockies. At Patrick D. Lyons is where I'm at on Twitter. And I am at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. Man, Winton gave us the momentum. <laughs> and that can only go so far, though. Mm. You know? What did they say, Patrick? I don't know. I forget. What do I say? <laughs> no. But you know what they truly say about momentum? It's only good as your next show. So we'll talk to you tomorrow at 11 a.m.